You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig and I'm the host of the podcast. I'm joined by Greg and John this evening. All right, guys. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> uh, evening. How you doing? <laughs> Greg, you sound like you've had a drink. I have. I'm, I'm, I'm halfway through a bottle of uh, kiwi and lime sparkling water. Oh, <laughs> is, it a, is it a dry podcast? Because I've got this summer fruits Robinson tonight. <laughs> oh, fruits. Yeah. Well, couple of fruits. Aye. <laughs> well, John, Greg's, Greg's got to save a day. Aye, you'll never guess what I'm drinking, John. You'll oh, never guess. Have you got some tea? Nah, I've no. got a bottle of red wine. No, no, I'm going to drink the whole bottle. A bottle of red wine, Craig. <laughs> oh, change, you're becoming all sophisticated. 2014. New year, right. new me. Is it a Chateau Neuve de Pape? Oh. oh, wait a minute. It's El Pinsapo. Oh, oh that's good. That's good. The Rioja. Aye, it is. Oh, I think yes, it was selected one. by my gran, because it's his gran selection. Oh, mm-hmm. No, that's, that's poor. Did you, get a, did you get it over Christmas or New Year? Did someone leave it? Just at the weekend, I got it. I, I told you, New Year, New Me, that's it. Right. Is that you giving up the tenants? Is that your definitely resolution? Not. No. Definitely not, just a change. Just a change. Right, so Chris isn't here this evening because his missus has had a baby boy and he's on he's on fatherly duties. Uh, he named his son Thomas after the tank engine. <laughs> I wanted to say something like that in the forum, but I thought, no, we'll keep it. Keep it nice. <laughs> nope. I didn't think, think it was a time for banter. Well, I've said it now. I've said it. It's out there. It's out there everywhere now. Like, at least the forum know that knows many folk would have seen it, but now it's it's out all over the place. It's gone yep. viral. Well, the, the word on the street is that Kevin Bridges listens to the podcast. Oh, is there? He was talking about Big Boss Man being dead for 10 years. There you that go. Was the, that was the banter on the podcast. That's, maybe week. that's why that's why Bridges probably listens to it. He likes the wrestling. Aye. Well, I've got a wee bit of wrestling banter coming up right at the end, Greg. Oh. You'll appreciate that. Oh, I'll, I'll switch off lot. five minutes early. <laughs> My son's been asking me what wrestler have you picked for Craig to, tonight, so he's all interested right. to know that. So you're putting me on the spot with these names. Aye, I know, know, but they're all, they're all from your era, it's all right. Right. Aye. Uh, hopefully, hopefully. Right, so we'll start off with the charity bet. We'll look back at how... How well we done, maybe. I don't want to give the game away here. Maybe we did well, maybe we didn't do well. Uh, the Premiership games that took place, we had about 100. John's going to discuss them in detail, oh, every single one of them. Every and single one, maybe, There's a couple of things I wanted to talk about for the last week, and then we'll do our Premiership predictions and discuss the charity bet selections at the end. So rewinding back to last week, and we had the, the charity bet. We had two bets, because McBookie are good guys. And they gave us two bets since it's the, the Christmas period. We had both teams to score, Dundee United against Aberdeen and Motherwell against St. Johnson. And St. Johnson let us down badly because they couldn't score against a diddy team like Motherwell. <laughs> we had no, John Daly. Ch- chances, man. A couple of great saves for uh, Twardzik and one off the bar. And I was actually willing them to score, but wasn't it happening? We had John Daly as first scorer against Airdrie, but Lewis McLeod scored the only goal in that game. So the the first round of bets was was rubbish really. Then the second round of bets we had Mark McNulty to score first for Livingston against Falkirk and Rory Loy, the ex Rangers player, scored the penalty for Falkirk. 
that ended 1-0, so McNulty didn't even get on the score sheet. Then the double we had was Celtic and St Johnson to win. Celtic squished it after a, a tough first half, and St Johnson got beat off Ross County. That's it, St Johnson are blacklisted. Yep. Never, to, never to be chosen again. Aye, they're, they're selfish. We're not choosing them, you're right. No, I mean, there's no, no consideration for the charity. Right, so I like to leave the, the selection for the upcoming charity bet till the end to see if there's a pattern emerges from our Premiership predictions. But do you want to discuss the first scorer just now? Aye, let's talk about the first scorer and let's talk about McBookie spitting the dummy up. Oh, what's over, happened? Over you constantly picking John Daly. Can I get his uh, fingers wrapped by McBookie because he's always picking John Daly? I watch something with that. No, it's because they, they want us to mix it up a bit. Am I right, Craig? They, they said there was a tweet telling me to, uh, that they were going to potentially ban us from picking John Daly in the future. <laughs> but then, see, it was the, the tweet was well-timed, Greg, because we'd picked, or I'd picked, Correct. Mark McNulty. So I had that ready up my sleeve. They showed their hand too early because we'd already, we'd already, um, we'd already gone with an alternative goal scorer. But begs the question, what do we do? Do we... Stick two fingers up to the good guys at McBookie, which obviously we'd be doing, or do we go for an alternative? Oh, we've got to go for an alternative. I don't think I'd want to go for John Daly anyway. Nice. Nah, he's running the goals. Nice. Ah, we jig taking the penalties. I think he'd be a better choice, but no, I'm not going to go for him either because I know that you don't like me picking Rangers. No. What about Nicky Law? Nicky Law's not scored for a while. Do you think he's maybe due a wee goal? F Nicky Law. Not picking him either. No. <laughs> right. Judas. Here's what I was thinking. In the Championship, Dundee are at home to Livingston and I was thinking of Peter McDonald to score first for Dundee. He's Ooh. joint top. I'm, joint sure, top. I'm, I'm sure you picked him before and he let us uh, down. Aye, I don't. He's uh, uh. joint top with a diddy Kane no. Hemmings. No chance. Me, don't Hemmings, pick Hemmings, Hemmings I, I don't understand how he's doing so well in the Championship. He's, it's maybe because he's playing games. I played a few times for Rangers. He was keen. I'll give him that. <laughs> That's my... That's as far as I'll go with him. That's just in case he's listening. He's keen. Right, so I was thinking McDonald for Dundee against Livingston, but okay. What about Gary O'Connor? Is he, will he be playing at the weekend for Morton? Oh, you've jumped ahead. Like you John. Oh, that's in the script. That's coming Aye, that's up a, later on. That'll link it in. We could then link it in. Well, we could yeah. go for him for Morton. Aye. Or I, I was thinking... I don't think he'll start, to be honest. Thank I was you. thinking uh, Michael Moffat for Who? Ayr against Airdrionians. Ayr's bubble. Ayr's bubble. Ayr's bubble burst, man. You just need to ask Michael. You just need to ask him if he's got a bet on himself to score. (laughs) That's it. Wait, I'll I'll tell you who we're going to pick. Wait till I tell you till I find the odds in here. Can he find the odds on this daft site? Oh, no, the odds will not be up yet. No, it won't be up yet. No, it's... That's another feeling, man. Pick somebody with good odds. Pick some... Pick, um, what's his name first? The guy I'd be going to pick all season. Jamie Longworth. Longworth, that's the boy. Aye, Shonora, Shonora playing well just now. They are, they're in top form, aye. Waited on Fairland, so it'll be a good price. Aye. But they went 4-0 there night against aye. there. Aye, pumped him. Well. Right, he's, he's always scoring. He's, he's worth an anytime bet aye. for a wee punt. Aye, 12 He's goals. not scored as many goals as Moffat. Moffat's Moffat, man. Aye. But Air, mind you, Air have got Airdrie at home. Aye, that's what I was saying. I've done my research, John. Aye, aye. that was the day that held Rangers to a one now. They did. The mighty Glasgow Rangers. We're a we're a forfeit in the league. Oh, I they're just below Stenhouse Northern. Eh, I didn't sit. I, I Lordworth could be a good shout. Right, we're going to go with that then. 
And yep. I, John, see the thing is, if we go with this and it fails, we just blame Greg. Aye, there is that. We know it'll happen. Like we know it'll happen. El Moffat will score. I've been I've been away pick up by all season, and you two have not been listening to me so. Oh yeah, but we're on a good run with John Daly for a bit. Yeah, he came good for us a, a two or three times. But right. if we're changing it now, we'll stick to League One. Aye, Lord so we'll get scored both pound, games against. Ten pound on that, courtesy of McBookie. The good guys at McBookie for giving us a ten pound bet. Every... At least fo- you're at least forty one, at least. Well, I think that they would probably give you very good odds compared to others, Greg. They're such a good bookie. Market leading odds. Right, so we'll discuss the, the other selection after we've done our Premiership predictions, just in case something jumps out at us. Right, so we've got the Premiership games, and Greg, this is a time when me and you walk away and we get a wee cup of tea <laughs> or whatever while John discusses every game in detail. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. remember, every game... Not just the, the one round of fixtures, the two round of fixtures. John, right, off you go. Aye, okay. Well, we'll start off with Hibs and Hearts. That was a good game. Did you watch that? Oh yeah, I tell you, that was a really good game. I, I Aye, really I enjoyed it. it in the first half when it was 0-0. It's probably the most entertaining 0-0 I've seen in a long time. Aye, I heard folk complaining as well, like Laurie. Mind you, it was maybe just Laurie complaining about Hibs playing hoof football. I thought Hibs played some alright stuff, actually. I think at times they maybe were a wee bit direct, but we're just getting crosses into the box. I've played some nice passes at times. I thought they played all right. Um, I'll sum up the first half. Attack, attack, attack. Aye, it was. Every outfield player for Hibs had a shot on goal. Aye, they're rejuvenated on the butcher. Aye, it was a really good game and I really enjoyed it when Hearts, they levelled, didn't they? They made it 1-1. They did, aye. I really enjoyed that. David David Smith, he'd come off the bench, didn't he? It was a good game and then a guy went in and wrecked the goals. Did you see oh, that? He went in and he was kind of uh, oh. uh, kind of stretching the net, shaking the net in celebration, and then one of the stanchions fell over. But is it? Is it? I've 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 only just been seeing. Is it the Hibs Hearts game that the Hibs fan disappeared? Is, what yes. Yes. Is yep. it? Yep. Same one. Yep. But what, what happened? I've not watched it yet. Oh, uh, it, well, it, it looked like he was. He must have been standing in the the metal barrier behind the behind the goal when the penalty's taken. When the, the, he scores, he just jumps off it. But it looks as though he's disappeared down the hole. Disappears. I don't understand it though, Greg. That's one explanation. But he, he disappears. He doesn't. He just stumbles slowly. He just. He's there. He's there. He's no there. Drops. Aye. Aye. No. I, don't, I don't know. Aye. What was it? What was it? What was a young boy McGee doing? No, taking away the penalty. Oh, that was terrible, wasn't it? Well, he's just shaping the ball out of play, and then he. I'm glad. I'm glad he got penalised for it though, because about defenders, you see, you get away with that kind of thing. Aye, uh, you, you see it so often, you don't see it to that degree where he, he stuck a leg out to trip him up, but uh, I've seen incidents where it's it's breaching the rules, but referees rarely give it. Uh, the rule is that if it's within playing distance and you're allowed to shield it, uh, you're not allowed to use your arms or your legs, you've just got to use your body, but how often do you see players using their arms, for example, uh, you see do, it all the time? It's a foul anywhere else in the pitch. Anywhere else in the pitch, the referee will pull for a foul. Yep. yep. But, they, aye. But no, I th- Hibs, Hibs, I thought, should have scored probably one by more. I think they deserved to win by more than a goal. And then Hearts, they, they already looked doomed, but certainly over the last kind of couple of games, Ross County kind of got a couple of good results. Really good result uh, against Inverness. Aye. No one well, what's the name of the game? I would have bust a few coupons. El Kessico. El Kessico. Aye. aye. Ah, is that named after that uh, film Bridge. with the hawk or the kestrel? Just name the hawk. <laughs> oh, 
Try that one again. No, I, I need to delete that. It's, um, it's good to see uh, John Hughes working his magic up at Inverness, though. Eh? He takes over and they've just gone in a downward spiral. Aye. But that's what county two wins back to back, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep, turn that around to Ross County. Yep. Inverness Hearts are a bit in trouble. They're in trouble already, but that's it. I mean, that's it. Definitely. 19 now. points Aye. now. Aye, teams ahead of them have got games in hand. Um, and like so part of that's only strengthened as well so they are they're going to be fine with getting Lyle Taylor and he he managed to score as well against Hearts so that was good for them maybe 2-0 victory Right, Partick Thistle could go on a wee run here because they've, oh, they've been missing somebody, um, somebody to stick the, the ball in the back of the net. He looks as though he could be the boy to, the boy to do that because they create plenty of chances. They've just not been converting them into goals. So I think I think Partick might go on a wee run here. Aye, uh, they, they played Ross County at the weekend, so that could be mm. kind of a good game. Mm-hmm. Both kind of confident after the weekend's results. Aye. Aye, who knows with that one. Is it, well, it would, would have been easy prior to Ross County's wee festive run. Aye. But, uh, uh, Celtic uh, seemed okay in, against St Mirren uh, I watched uh, most of the game and I think that they're, they're starting to rely a little bit much on Chris Commons but well if he's playing and he's performing then there's no problem there That's him hit 50 goals now for Celtic Is it? That's a good return Which from him Pretty good when he's not an out-and-out striker he's more like a wider in behind the striker Yeah I just think that Aye, as I say, they're, they're relying on him a bit much. I don't know if he starts going in a, a wee bit of a barren spell. Maybe Samaras will kick in at some point this season. So what was up with the Motherwell game, Greg? Was the weather was... that bad? Ah, nah, it's, it's been pretty wet round here and we don't. Our pitch has been um, notoriously bad for drainage over the years. And all it takes is two or three weeks of rain and it's, um, it's just one corner of the pitch. It just gets absolutely saturated. So I think... Two or three I weeks think... of rain, that's going to... That's gonna be difficult for any pitch to handle. <laughs> uh, well, on and off, obviously. But I think I think it was more to do with the fact that it was Inverness we were playing. Had it been anybody else, I think they would have left it up to maybe maybe eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock <clears throat> early afternoon. But because it was Inverness we had to we had to call it early and eight o'clock in the morning it was it was looking like it was deplayable, which is a bit of shame because we've been going well just now and I'd have fancied this to um fancy this to be Inverness at the the weekend there, so it's an opportunity missed. It's tough for the ref having to get out so early just to make a pitch inspection and then I guess he's just kicking his He'll heels. He'll get paid for it. He'll get paid for it. Aye, but then what's he going to do? He's going to check the pitch. Have a wee what's look he at do? the pitch he's gonna go down the, He's going to go down the pub, stick a wee Cooper on, happy days. He's got a day off and he's been paid for it. <laughs> Brilliant. That's a, that's a job. Oh, I don't know. Get a, wee, don't know. get a wee winter job as a referee. Oh, the game's off. Brilliant. Cooping. <laughs> Mind you, they're probably not allowed to have a Cooper on. I probably know. Um, They'd get away with it as long as they're no black or Moffat. Just all right. I was wondering. I thought you'd been racist there for a minute. Then I realised Ian Black. <laughs> no, there's no racism on the Scottish Football Forums podcast, John. You should know that. No, I know. I know. You'll have uh, Alec Thompson writing a, a blog about you just shortly. That's sort of uh, talk. Aye. Who about me or Craig? Both these. Uh, Can we move on to discuss Alex Thompson article? No, we're still talking about the football. Right, we'll talk about that later then. The I saw I managed to catch the second half of the Aberdeen Kilmarnock game or the Alba. I never realised it was on until I got a wee text to say it was on Alba. So by all accounts, I, I missed the first half obviously, but I heard Kilmarnock had a kind of few chances first half and had a, a kind of disputed goal disallowed. Uh, Boyd, I think he's feeling quite aggrieved about that. I never seen it, so I can't 
say I saw I don't know, can't comment for an incident. I don't know, did either you see it at all? Disallowed for a push or something? Aye, I believe so. A, a push in Langfield, I think. Yeah, I heard. It didn't seem to be too much in it from the um, the replay I saw, but um, aye, these special certain, rules that the keepers get, no happy certain, about that. But certainly, second half Aberdeen, I think we were in control, um, even though Linefield made a, a couple of decent saves, and then Mark Reynolds stepping up with a goal, another nice light goal in the last ten minutes, so that was good. Another clean sheet as well. So I moved you to second place. Into second place, I guess. Motherwell never plays it on Saturday. So, that was good. The only kind of downside was uh, Nicky Law has said it off. It was a bit of a kind of wild challenge. But thankfully, it never cost us. Ah, he's a bit of a reckless one, eh? It looks as though he's almost lost his foot in a wee bit and just uh, just uh, slid right forward. But it looks it probably looks worse than it actually was because the, the boy managed to jump out of the way. But he went on at a fair pace. Aye, uh, but I'd heard, I don't know, Matt. My father-in-law was at the game, um, and he said that, I don't know whether it was on the way back on the radio or something, that he heard that supposedly Derek McInnes had tried to say it was something about the wind. (laughs) But I don't know, I can't see anything on the internet about it. All I can see is that uh, Derek McInnes reckoned that Lowe was unfortunate to be sent off, but I think it was, I don't think he could, he he can't appeal that. That was a definite red. We'd have to appeal it. It's probably one of of those, I think he's probably said in public, I... He shouldn't have been sent off. I'd imagine in private will have a wee word with him to say, look, I know you're keen, but just try and watch your tackles. So It was a good couple of results for Aberdeen there. They knocking Dundee United when they're down. They oh, went back brilliant. about a month and Dundee United were the team that were, was it fourth or fifth in the, the form table in Europe? And, and they're going to win the league as well, remember? Aye, they're going to win the league, uh, apparently, according to some, uh, some pundits. I'm a pundit. No, but I, oh, I wish I would been there for that game. Last minute winner after being a goal down as well. Oh, once again, Peter Pollitt stepping up to the plate, impressing every week. Yeah, he's, he's better, he was on loan, wasn't he? He was uh, at St Johnson last year. Johnson, yeah. um, and I think he had a good spell, good run of games, which has probably boosted his confidence as well. Because even though he's been at Aberdeen a while since, but he's maybe been, I don't know, five, six years, and he's still not even played 100 games for us. He's always been kind of in and out of the team, and he's been injured and whatever. But this year, kind of good run of games, and he, he's been superb for us. I've probably talked about him every week that I've been on, but he has every time he's playing. He's he's just doing that wee bit different. He's playing in behind the striker, and he's offering, kind of getting by the striker and adding goals to his game. So that's pleasing to see. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything else I wanted to mention about the games over that period. I think that the the Hibs Hearts was one of the best games I've seen in the last few weeks in any leagues that I've been watching. Other than that, the Celtic game wasn't that exciting. Anything you wanted to add? Nah, not really. Um, as I say, one, well, one game was cancelled, the other game we, we had in St Johnston pumping, so it's been pretty good. Festive period for a while. So in the championship, I see that Kenny Shields has got the checkbook out again and signed Gary O'Connor on a, a wee short-term contract. He's not played for over a year, which is a bit of a risk signing him. I don't know how how long he's going to take to get up to speed. I don't know if he'll be able to get up to speed uh, by the end of the season because he was looking a wee bit chubby in the picture I seen. Mm. And the, the, the wee press photo of him was scarf and his shirt on. And I don't know, don't know, I don't know if that's the kind of thing. I don't know what wages he's going to be on, but 
I don't know if that's the kind of thing that Morton wants. Somebody like that that's potentially going to be a, a rival for the existing players. I don't know. It depends what type of guy he is, whether he's a big head or not. Was uh, is Nacho Novo no still at Morton? No, he released. Get, Do you get released? You get released. They seem to just be plucking one dud after the next. Guys that used to be quite good a few years ago, and I, I don't know. I just I think if you're a if you're a young player at Morton, you must be sitting thinking, what? Do I need to do here to get a game? Because, oh, come on. O'Connor. Unless it's a really, really low-priced deal, but you, would, you wouldn't you would think that way, O'Connor. He's got to want a grand a weekend, is he, though? If he's been out of the game for a year, he might just be happy to be playing. Like, if he can get fit, I know he's had his problems off the field and all that, but if he can get fit, then he's a good signer for Morton. Uh, even though he's been out a year, he reckons though he's no far off being fully fit, but we'll see about that. He's obviously How not going to be match fit. fit. Aye, that's, well, I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe he's been maybe he's been looking at maybe he's changed and he's looking after himself. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know, but it's worth like I mean Morton looking are looking just now as if they're going to get relegated. So yep. it's maybe one of them. It's last chance saloon. Let's try and get him him in and see what he can do. If they can get him fit, I dare say he could score the goals in that division. He's got the potential to be good. He's got the, the quality there, but I don't know. Even when he was at Hibs, the the second period. He's, it was it was very brief flashes of the, the player of old. Uh, he's one of those players that obviously never lived up to his potential, but that was a lot to do with, I think, off the field stuff. I mean, yeah. going to Russia wasn't a great idea. That, that was a weird one, but he made his money over there. Might well get bums on seats. A bit of a glamour signing for a, a club like Morton. Might do. See what happens. Maybe Derek Ryder will pop up next. I'd see rumours of that. So it is. Well as well. I, I heard his name mentioned uh, a week or so ago, and I was I was trying to think hard where he is, I don't, uh, and I don't know. Don't uh, know. Another another player that was destined for big things. Uh, he's fallen off the radar a wee bit. Reardon, he had a bit of bad luck. He's disappeared. I think he I went think. to a few clubs in the Championship last season, like on trial, but no one no one took a, a punt on him. Actually, he was up at St Johnston as well for a while, was he not? Aye. Yep. Didn't uh, really do much. Didn't really look very interested. So it's maybe he's maybe just chucked it, playing junior for somebody. Well, no, he was he was linked when I moved to one of the junior clubs actually. Mm. Um, but that's not gonna come to fruition. Like kind of came about yet. But we'll see what happens. I wanted to mention the Alex Thompson blog that uh, happened. I'm sure that both of you have read it. Aye. Uh, it was to. A very, very simple summary is that he was having a dig at Celtic fans. He likened them to Millwall of the... Was it titled something like Are Celtic Fans Scotland's Modern Millwall? Something along those lines, anyway. He says, uh, The Celtic of today is rightly gaining a reputation for the most consistently violent fans in the UK who attack stadiums as if they're living in 1974. He has a wee dig at Celtic fans on the huddle board. I'd, I was reading it, and I'm not really sure what he was on about. I don't know what spurred this on, this article, because it's a wee bit of a mismatch, eh, a few different things, but overall, I enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was quite enjoyable, and not because it's having a dig at Celtic. It's not at all about that. It's, I enjoyed it because of the reaction of the fans. Reaction from the Celtic fans reading it, saying, he's talking nonsense. Reaction from the Rangers fans reading it, saying that oh this is brilliant. He he knows his stuff clearly. When you rewind about a month or so back, and it was the exact opposite. 
it was the Celtic fans were saying he knows his stuff and the Rangers fans were writing blogs about how little he knows about Scottish football, what he's doing, sticking his nose in. I just found it, I, I found it really entertaining because it, it highlighted the fickle nature of Scottish football fans, particularly the old firm fans. Yeah, it's a bizarre article, uh, to be honest. I kind of get the point he's making. I don't, I don't. I think the comparison to Millwall's probably just to try and um, get a few headlines. But I think the point he's making, which I kind of agree with, I don't necessarily agree about the violence because that's not something I've experienced myself to come to town, not in that sort of scale. But I think the point he's making is that they're, 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 they're starting, their supporters are starting to gain a reputation, which is um, one that's followed Millwall around for years and still does to this day, despite the fact that there's probably far less incidents of violence at Millwall these days than there was, for instance, in the 70s and 80s, but they still have that sort of tag attached to them, and that's, that's what I took from the article, the Celtic are starting to get this reputation for having a, a special travelling support that on occasion can't behave themselves, and I mean, there is this I mean, there's a reasonable amount of evidence over the last sort of 12 months which kind of backs that claim up a wee bit. Um, but, I mean, to, to label them the new Mill, Millwall and talk about violence and that, I think that's kind of a wee, a wee bit off the mark, to be honest. It wasn't, it's not something that I would really sort of associate with Celtic. Well, there's there's incidents where there was, uh, there was violence. Uh, I think the, the European trip is probably a biggie. But I don't know. I don't think violence covers... <laughs> The, the flares and the, the smoke Aye. bombs that we've been seeing. So why did he not mention that? Why did why did he use the term violent? I, I don't know. I mean, there's been, there's, been, there's been, as far as I understand, there's been isolated incidents at the, at the games where it's made headlines. I'm thinking particularly at Tynecastle last year, there was suggestion of ransacking stalls and violence against stewards. There was allegations of violence before and after the mother game, something which I don't really know if that's true or not. Um, and certainly, I mean, the Amsterdam thing's the one that sticks out in, in most people's minds. And I mean, there's no denying there was obviously um, trouble at that game. But I mean, the, the cause of that trouble, and I think what led up to it is still, um, is still a wee bit of a grey area. But I mean, there's certainly, I mean, you can't, you can't compare the Celtic support with that of the Millwall support of the 70s and 80s. It's just a completely different beast entirely. So I don't... I, I understand the analogies trying to make, but I think the example he's used is probably not a, not an accurate one. It's interesting. It goes in a few different directions in the, in the one article because he starts off talking about David Lemond and asking why his arrest and been charged, why it hasn't made the mainstream media in Scotland and what I, I don't understand why he's gone down that route because I read it in a newspaper I, I don't know what he expects from that story it's definitely not a front page story it's not Who is he? It's, uh, Who is, yeah, exactly. Who is, is it Lemmy's brother? It's Lemmy's brother so we're is talking it? about a guy who isn't famous in his own right his brother is a small time he's got a small time fame with a very niche Audience, like I like Lemmy, but oh, is it Lemmy's brother? No, I never. I was just getting on there. Oh, yeah, it's, 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 it's right. not exactly front page story, so I don't know what he's expecting the media no. to do. It's no. the, it was in. The, I read it in the Sun. I, I okay, got so. the call. I got the comments inches it deserved. I not very much because again, yes, it's just exactly. some other bampot that's that's out there spouting stuff that they shouldn't. And uh, I mean, I, I guess the point he's making is it doesn't, it's getting swept under the carpet and, you know, it's treated as being the norm up here and all the rest of it. But really, the global scheme of things, is it really front page news? I, I would suggest probably not. 
The last thing I would do is pick up a paper and find that the headline story is uh, somebody who's vaguely known's brother has been saying stuff on a on an online forum or a, on a podcast that he shouldn't have been. Because frankly, it's not. I don't. I don't really. I don't see the relevance of it. I mean, he's been he's been caught and he's been dealt with. That's what more do you need to know about it. You need to watch what I'm saying now. Like we we'll, we'll end up in the front page of the paper. Well, I mean, that's, it, does, it brings that interesting. Uh, that was the other point I was going to make, and specifically with Craig, who has an online forum. I mean, the, the, the insinuation from the, the article that Thompson wrote was that the owners of these forums would be held responsible for potentially what's being said on their site. And I mean, that, I mean, obviously, the, the Craig's forum is moderated really well. So in the instances of, of people being out of line, are, are few and far between. So it's not, I mean, it's obviously not a big problem there. But it starts to raise that question that for people who spend time and money running these forums, Perhaps it gets to the stage to say, well, is, is it really worth the hassle anymore if we're going to get down that route and say, well, if Joe Bloggs has been on your forum and has posted X, Y and Z, then we're coming after you. Because I Aye. think you might find things like forums disappear and I think you might find things like this podcast disappear as well. Because if it gets to the stage where I need to come on this podcast and I can't, I can't call Billy Dodds a fud or I can't <laughs> say John Hughes is a diddy for fear, for fear of getting... You know, some sort of um, recompense and comeback, then they ain't going to be doing it anymore because only an idiot wouldn't realise that it's all done tongue in cheek. It's no serious. It's, it's it's a light-hearted podcast talking about football. These are light-hearted football forums, and yeah, okay, there are certain terms you just can't use anymore. But I think I mean, there's, there's other stuff that's subjective. I think you need to be careful though, Greg, because yeah, there's a lot of light-hearted banter on the internet, but there is a lot of hatred. There's a there's a lot of anger there, and some of the comments that he alludes to, uh, I don't even want to check if it's in I, any way true because I think, it's that kind of thing. I want I don't want to I don't want to stick my head in the sand, but I just I, I don't like to I don't like to acknowledge that that kind of thing happens on the internet. It, it almost scares me. It almost worries me that there's people that that like to say and and do things like that on the web. I think you you find that it happens a lot on the. It's kind of single team forums, like when it's a forum where it's just one set of fans, because yes. it's, it's not, mo- I don't think it's moderated as well, it's kind of that way, well, a lot of them will have the kind of same kind of opinions, and maybe the there's some, a minority that's just don't think about what, the, what they say, I mean, forums aren't, forums do get watched now, in terms of what people say, social media, in terms of Twitter, Facebook, people need to watch what they say, Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's, so- there's, some, there's some idiots, and they are idiots that just don't, don't think about it. And that can it can prove to be causing problems if they're trying to get jobs in future. And employers look at things like Facebook, Twitter, and the likes of things mm-hmm. in terms of what's gonna definitely yep. getting spoken about. Yeah, I mean, it's de- it's, I mean, it's it's, 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 it's to my to my mind though, it's kind of scratching at the at the top of the at the top of the problem to go after people who are saying daft things on forums and clamping down on that because what you're doing is you're you're you're, you're punishing the vehicle by which they are expressing this and what you're not doing is addressing the fact that they're actually they think this in the first place because you could turn around and say right okay for here on in you're not allowed to post anything on a forum that's deemed as being vaguely racist or offensive or anything else but it's not going to stop these people thinking and feeling that way it's not actually addressing the fundamental problem that you know there might be people out there who have these these um yeah these sort of thoughts and these sort of feelings it just seems to be dealing with the vehicle which of, of which it's been communicated out that's the thing that, that saddens me about it all, about the the internet as a whole. That the, the people I mix with are all similar, similar to me, sensible people, 
and then the webs opened up this door to another world to uh, an, an underclass I think was one of the terms that Thompson used that I just didn't want to think existed people who think that that's acceptable but uh, a wee bit of a negative uh, on that article when, when I started off by saying I enjoyed it because I, it was just a reaction of the fans I really enjoyed I think oh, that de- they de- don't de- realise that the 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 Rangers fans who are celebrating it don't realise that they were just a few weeks ago saying the opposite and the other way around with the Celtic fans. Yeah, I mean, Fickle. It's, it's yep. definitely been it's definitely been done there to, to, to sort of poke the hornet's nest a wee bit. And I don't know. I mean, I don't. I've said this for years and years that winds winds Rangers and Celtic fans. I probably look at Rangers and Celtic fans, and I see in the vast majority of cases I see very little difference between the two, other exactly. than the colour of the stars, because the attitude of both sets of fans is really similar. So, I mean, I don't know if John Lagreman would be a <laughs> being a non-old firm supporter, but support supporters of other teams look at the old firm as a as a collective. I don't Aye. see Rangers, I don't see Celtic, I just see the old firm. And my attitude to, to both sides of both sets of supporters is pretty similar. Aye. I think in terms of like quite often you hear the phrase two cheeks of the same arsehole. Mm-hmm. Um in term in terms of from a kind of fans. I had a game with you, Greg. I mean, we can I just looking it's a case of getting the popcorn out, just sitting back yep. and watching. Yep. It's just tit for tat, tit for tat. And okay, there may be other fans at other clubs that are that do the same, but because well, Rangers and Celtic, they, they, they're happy to take all the kind of glory when things are going well in terms of all the headlines. But when things are going bad, it just becomes, oh, your fans are better or worse than our fans. Aye. I, mean, oh, that was, uh, I, get, I get bored with that. I've been criticised for criticising the old firm and all that. But frankly, I don't care. I, 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 it's one of those things. Is I, you say yourself, Greg, as a, a neutral fan, someone that's no bored about either the old firm it just gets you just get fed up with it. It's just boring. It just gets boring after a while. That's the same the same stuff throughout it. And even on the forum when this this topic was raised and a lot of people were just quoting examples of well what about this and well what, what about that? Yeah. And you did this, well you and you think, Well who cares? Really? Aye. Who cares? Just pff, either take it in the cheek and accept that both both teams like every team in Scotland has a section of fans that are cretins. It just so happens that because of the volume of Rangers and Celtic fans, the percentage of cretins as, I mean, it's higher because there's more fans here to begin with. But if you went to, you know, sat in the Aberdeen end or sat in the Motherwell end or, or sat in the Kilmarnock or Samaritan end, you'll find a percentage of people in there that, frankly, I would cross the road to avoid nine times out of ten. And that's that's sad to say, but that's just a fact that um, a working class sport like football it just attracts that element of people. Aye, definitely. One thing I want to pick up Thompson on is he, he mentions how the huddle board's such a bad site and uh, then he, he says that there's many well-moderated Scottish football sites run by grown-ups who can distinguish between a comment and a crime. The Scottish Football Monitor is one. <laughs> Come on, yeah. eh? Yeah, see, yours was not mentioned anyway, but... I, uh, I, th- I think part of the problem with these forums is that certain people don't know that you can't say certain things. I actually think there's people that are daft enough that don't realise or certain things you can't say. Mm. Oh, yep, there was somebody on the forum, uh, he, he threatened to smash a glass in somebody's face, so I banned him. And uh, his response was that he would be, if I, if I didn't uh, stop saying that he had said that, then he would get his lawyers onto me. And I'm like, <laughs> but you said that if you met him, you were going to smash a glass in his face. And he kept saying to me, look, stop saying this, because if you don't stop saying this, I'm going to get my lawyer involved. I'm like, come on, eh? Mental. Aye, sorry. Aye, well, he was banned straight away. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think I think the upshot of this is I got a feeling that the the the, the age of freedom and enjoying internet just now all these things is, is going to rapidly come to a halt. It's going to get to the stage where you you, you simply can't go on a forum or a podcast and express anything other than the the vanilla attitude that um, now gets peddled out on TV these days. You just you simply can't make a joke about anything. You can't have a crack about anything. You've got to watch what you're saying all the time. It's going to get to the stage that people say, Do you know what? It's now just more trouble than it's worth. Delete. Yep. Yep. Aye. All right. We'll move on for Thompson because I'm sure he's going to be. People are going to get bored over the next few days with everyone jumping up and down about him, and no doubt he'll be responding to to tweets and so on. So it's going to continue on for a wee bit longer, I think, uh, much Aye. like he, he did when he was uh, commenting on the Rangers situation. So I. So we'll move on. We'll do the predictions for I the, the predictions games. already. We're at the predictions already. Lucky I've I've got that up in front of me. Aye. And I wanted to highlight a few predictions because I like to point out... Did you get some right, Craig? Is this what happened? You only highlight them when you've done well. (laughs) That's an interesting observation there. Aye, no, I've... I've... Quite accurate, actually. Not in this instance, though. Oh. In this instance, I wanted to highlight that Greg got the Motherwell St. Johnson scoreline wildly wrong. (laughs) <laughs> he went for I, I, did, I did predict goals <laughs> I did predict goals, yep but then I wanted to say Kelly against St Mirren Chris got that spot on well done with that uh, nobody predicted that the Motherwell Inverness game would be postponed <laughs> a very good that's, no, that's not an option for PP though <laughs> that, that, that isn't St Mirren against Celtic Greg, 4-0 you went Bang for it money. Bang on the money indeed Hearts versus Partick Thistle you predicted that. It's <laughs> just a shame I don't have any money in these wild predictions, eh? Aye. Aye. But that was it. That was the standout. Mm. John, I was rubbish. You were rubbish. Thank this you. was okay. <laughs> right. The predictions. Friday. We've got a game. Aberdeen against Hibs. Friday night. Quarter to a- kick-off. Another daft one. F- Friday night. A team from Aberdeen. A team from Edinburgh. Hibs fans are going to struggle to go home after it. Who makes up these decisions? Daft. Tell you who does BT. It is crazy. You'll have it. It'll affect the, the, it'll affect the crowd as well. Because I reckon Hibs would take in a right support to Aberdeen. Mm. Whereas yep. Friday night, nah, no happening. You're having to take your probably half half day off work and then you're only relying on supporters' buses only, which means you, in all likelihood, can't have a drink. Yeah. Well, one thing I wanted to mention earlier, that Hibs had an attendance of slightly over 20,000, which was the first time in something like 20 years, the first time that they had a full stand, a full East stand, after doing it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the game was on telly as well. So it shows, shows the potential of these types of clubs. And you look at Hearts as well, they've been pulling in big, big crowds despite their current form. The potential's there for both these clubs to be pulling in 15,000 a week if they if they finally get their football and act together. Aye. Dundee United Aberdeen as well. They had a good crowd on New Year's Day. I think it was close to being a sellout. Dundee United Aberdeen, I was, uh, I'd seen on Facebook a Dundee United fan was calling it the only firm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, like that. I didn't. I definitely did not hit that like button against that one. Right, Aberdeen against Hibs. I'm gonna go two-one home victory. Score draw one each. Um, I shall go for one 0 to Aberdeen. 
Then on Saturday we've got Hearts versus Motherwell, 2-0 away victory. 3-0 Motherwell. Yeah, I was thinking 3-0 as well to Motherwell. I think it's going to be a, a long second half to the season for Hearts. Partick Thistle against Ross County. I'm going to go for a home victory. I'm going to go 2-1. Uh, home win, 2-0. I'll go for 1-0 with that one. St Johnson against St Mirren. It's Laurie's least favourite game this season. <laughs> Battle of the Saints. AI, oh, I'm going to go for a 1-1. Uh, oh, that's a trickier one to call. Uh, I think St John's still do all right here. They've had a wee black bag. They might be back again. Uh, I say 2 nothing, St Johnson. I think this one's going to be 0-0. Recently, St Johnson have been struggling for goals, actually. And then, aye, St Mirren, yeah, 0-0. Paul Band. A Paul Band. And then on Sunday, we've got a game... Inverness against Dundee United. It's on Sky Sports 3. 12.45 kickoff. I'm going to go for an away victory. I think Dundee United. Long overdue. 0-2. 1-2. 2-0. Right, so following that, there's one clear result that jumps out for the the charity bet. The mighty The Motherwell game. What are they? What are they to win? Uh, they're not very good to win. They're not? Nope. 8-15. to 8-15. Mind you, if we double that up by another, like, one to two shot or something like that, then even money, maybe. What else is there? Well, I wanted to mention that Celtic, they opted out <laughs> because they wanted to... <laughs> and they're still at Glasgow Airport. Uh, they're off to Turkey. Did you know, see, but the, no? plane get, the, pl- the flight get cancelled? And James Forrest, Michael Lustig, and someone else, and the goalkeeping coach obviously never found out about it. I don't know whether maybe they'd no check their phones or something like that, and they turned up at the airport. Did they? Mm-hmm. Aye. <laughs> uh, so they're going to be delayed getting to Turkey. Aye, so there, we've talked about it quite often that the, the doctors say that players need a, a rest <laughs> midway through the season to avoid injury, and Celtics taking that rest and then going to go and play a friendly. So. It's it's crazy, like fans, like some you get some fans saying, "Oh well, they're going and they're getting the money." But see, they won't be saying that when I don't know Scott Brown or something like that gets injured for six months in a meaningless game, and it is a meaningless game. It's modern football, John. Money talks. But anyway, so Motherwell, where what did you say for that, Greg? <sighs> they're about one to two, but if you take a minus one, you're getting twenty ninety twenty. Uh, I would just go. So I would keep it simple. We've we've had a wee blip here. Aye, but we've only had a blip because Chris has been back the last three weeks. He's not in this week. Let's go yeah, correct score three nothing, Motherwell. <laughs> Balls on the table. Mm-hmm. No, I went two 0 so no, we're not going for that. Mm-hmm. Right, so potentially we're going to go for eight to fifteen for Motherwell. All right. What we dub- what we doubling? We're just having a double. Um, well, I wanted to go for Dundee in the first scorer bet against Livingston. We could do that. What odds are Dundee? Oh, eh, Dundee are 11 to 20. Mm. First versus so one to two again. Mm-hmm. So you're talking even money for the double. £23.77 back if we put that on. £10 on that. <sighs> aye, is that, is that, is that, aye, but is that £23 win or is that £13 win? £13 win. Oh, no, forget that. Scratch that. Motherwell minus one. 29-20. Queen of the South right. at home to Alloa, 5-6. Mm, Alloa, you sure? Aye, Alloa. Right, 
Okay. And that one all doing quite well. Yeah, right. yeah. There's three one. There's three one. They went at Queen of the South. No chance. No, they're doing all right. Yeah, Rob, the bookies don't get it wrong. Three to one. Right. So Motherwell minus one, twenty nine to twenty. <laughs> all right. I'm a wee bit slow at this. It's my fault because the website's. Queen of the South are eighth in the table. Queen of Alva. Fifth. <laughs> right, stick it in all of us, three to one. That <laughs> could be a pie. That could be a punt. Right, so we've went for Queen of South, definitely going to win. Alawa's definitely going to win. I know, Picky have maybe missed a trick with that. They will get the odds in the wrong way. <laughs> Queen of South must have a good home record. Are we not going to go for East Fife to beat Rangers 30, 30 to 1? <laughs> yeah, yeah. that would be nice. That's some odds. Yeah, right, so, right, we're going to go for Aloha then. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. scratch that. We're not going for a 3 to 1 shot. We're going oh, Motherwell oh. minus 1. Is there Why do we not go for like a, a a handicap in that game? What game? Aloha game. Or like, like Queen of the South minus 1 well, or something like that? Aloha plus 1 is 20 to 23. Oh, that's nice. Right. I like your thinking there. I go with that then. Right, so we've got Motherwell minus 1. At 2090 20 to 20 and Aloha plus 1 at 20 to 23. £10 returns 45.80 pence. That's better. That's better. That's £30. Pound, man. There's no point having a bet on for £13. Quid. Aye. I've trapped more money running for a bus. <laughs> <laughs> you must have a lot of spare change. A uh, big pockets. Aye, he's a good signer. <laughs> right, that's us sorted in the £10 Good guys at McBookie. Motherwell minus one, Aloha plus one, £10 to return, £45, 80 pence. Yes. Right, oh, that's, that's what I'm liking bet. to see. That is a good bet. And we've got Longworth, or should I say Greg's pick Longworth. Let's go first for Stranraer against Unfermline. Easy money. <laughs> Easy money, aye. Indeed. Right, now this is the bit where we normally go into the WWF chat. Now, I know that John had something to say, but I wanted to mention something first of all. And it was my birthday back in September, and I, I've, I'm, I meet up my mate to play football with him every Friday night. So he, he says to me this Friday, he says, Oh, I bought you a present for your birthday. I said, My birthday was in September. He says, ah, I must have forgotten all about it. Anyway, I bought you this present. He bought me Ric Flair to be the man, his autobiography. Brilliant. Woo! 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 <laughs> the nature yes. boy I can't wait to read it oh, sorry for that interruption there I had a wee bet on the Irish football tonight and it came in <laughs> happy days <laughs> Lord Bastian just updated me to let me know well done I'll read that from 2005 I'll read it and I'll report back I think we all know that he's a legend are you a Ric Flair fan then oh definitely Definitely. You might want, see now wears. You might want to tape Raw tonight. Ric Flair's on it tonight. It's old school Raw. Eh? What? The nature, nature boy Ric Flair will be there. Anyone else? Don't know, don't know. But it's coming up. It's no far off the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble's coming up. And there's rumours that Hulk Hogan might be at it. <laughs> so I get it taped. One o'clock in the morning, it's on. Oh, aye. I'll be taping that. Hulk get that Hogan. taped. Aye. He could be there. But Ric Flair's definitely there. He's there. I like him. I like, I like his attitude. He's the he's the most successful wrestler there is. He won the most world titles, right? More than Hulk Hogan. More than right, more than Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it's Rick Rick Flair and then it's Hank Randy Orton. 
I remember Ric Flair used to cut about saying, uh, I've got the money if you've got the time. Not the type of thing that you would say nowadays in the <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> but it's good. His highlight was uh, Royal Rumble 93. I maybe said before I've got that on DVD. But that's his highlight. Oh, you, I'm sure you said recently it was your boy that had it on DVD. Oh, I am. I, I copied of it. It's on my computer. Might watch right. a wee bit of it later while I'm drinking my wine. Aye. You enjoying so, it? It's all right. It's all right. Aye. So is there anything else you wanted to discuss? Well, we need to get... Uh, well, uh, we'll just admit, Ric Flair, that'll do. We've, you've talked about Ric Flair. I don't need to give you a wrestler to talk about. Kevin Bridges will be... He'll be jumping up and down with excitement. Loving he'll it. Me, aye, aye. He's a big He'll probably tweet us tonight. He'll tweet us tonight, I think. The thing is, Ric Flair was old when I was young. Aye, he must be about 60-odd now. Aye. Greg, you'll remember Ric Flair. <sighs> I don't know what you're talking about. I switched off about 10 minutes ago. Really? Aye. I can't believe you don't know who Ric Flair is. No Aye. interest in No interest in at all. Come on, wrap us up. Now. It's Woo. 10 past 10. Come on. Woo! Woo! I've run Woo. out of sparkling water. Come on. That's right. <laughs> I have I run out of some of Rich Robinson's about halfway through the podcast. I didn't do what I did last week and just disappear halfway through. But that was because it was beer. I wanted to know Nobody beer. noticed. Nobody noticed, John. Aye. It was close. It was a close call. You know, I, I've I've dipped away to, to the toilet before during the, the podcast when Laurie was on. What I did was I just asked Laurie a question, and Aye, then Laurie just ran for half an hour and came Aye, back. Laurie's and both. luckily, he was still talking. Aye, he's probably still the chance talking. He was going to go. Hello, anyone there? Hello, but no, he was still talking. <laughs> right. Well, thanks for coming on for the the first podcast of 2014. Aye, and. Hopefully we can get the four of us back on next week when we speak to, to Chris, Daddy, Chris. Fantastic four. See, see what he's saying. Yeah, that's that's what they, they call us behind our back. Is it? I've been, I've been called worse. <laughs> right, but thanks for coming on, you two, and I'll speak to you next week. Yep, we'll do. See you later. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Cheers.